my name is Emily Hines and I attend Houston City Council meetings and I take notes and now I am sharing those notes with you. Today's notes are from the council meeting on October 18th, 2023. First up, the mayor's report. Mayor Turner invited HPD Chief Fenner to make a quarterly crime report. Fenner thanked the council for supporting the police department and being smart and tough on crime. He commended frontline police officers and asked everyone to keep them in our thoughts. Chief Finner first shared some slides with violent and non-violent crime categories. Violent, not violet. Comparing year-to-date numbers from 2022 to 2023, every category is down with the exception of rape and auto theft. And Finner did remark that increased auto thefts are a national trend, not just a Houston thing. 85% of all homicides in Houston are the result of gun violence. And approximately 3,000 guns have been stolen out of cars so far this year. Chief Fenner thanked council members for their work on gun-safe programs, and he implored people to please, please not leave guns in their cars unprotected. Chief Fenner referenced an updated pursuit policy effective September 14th, which is an effort to make police pursuits safer. He did acknowledge the police union for their role helping to shape this new policy. He highlighted three successful operations to illustrate the police department's recent successes. Number one, the disruption of three major gang operations with the help of state and federal agencies. Number two, midtown crime reduction. And number three, the overhaul of the Bissonette Corridor. When discussing where criminals go once they have been driven out, Finner said, quote, we can displace them out of our city because I'm not responsible for what's outside the city, end quote. Mayor Turner stressed the importance of highlighting positive trends and praised Chief Finner and the police department. There have been 63 fewer homicides than in 2022 and 94 fewer than in 2021. Commenting on candidates in the upcoming election, Turner said, quote, when people are talking about what they're going to do to address crime, what more are you going to do than what we are doing right now other than flap your lips, end quote, which literally made me laugh out loud. He also pushed back on mayoral candidates' claims they're going to hire more law enforcement, saying his administration will have added over 2,500 officers by the time his tenure is done. Councilmember Kamen, who chairs the Public Safety and Homeland Security Committee, praised the police department's improvements like body cameras, domestic abuse response teams, victim services, the camera and lighting ordinance, the catalytic converter ordinance, um, them tackling street racing, the outdoor music ordinance, that new pursuit policy we talked about earlier, crisis intervention policies, and all while dealing with a pandemic. She did ask Finner to address some criticism on response time. And Finner said there's always room to improve, but when it comes to priority calls, Houston exceeds or is on par with most other large cities in the U.S. Councilmember Evan Shabazz thanked Finner for HPD's shift in pursuit policy. She requested some kind of police presence or welcoming committee for people arriving from penal institutions at the Midtown bus terminal because she said they can easily become victims themselves or jump back into a life of crime without some guidance. She concluded her remarks by thanking HPD and saying, quote, I can't imagine a life without police officers, end quote. Councilmember Gallegos decried political candidates claiming crime is rampant which is untrue and disheartening to officers. Councilmember Thomas thanked the mayor for prioritizing public safety and for the rigorous conversation that encouraged the police department to do different things, her words, not mine, especially regarding transparency. She praised the cleanup of the Bissonette Corridor and asked for guidance on what to do about homeless encampments. 
Chief Fenner encouraged her to reach out to DRT units. As far as I can tell, DRT stands for Differential Response Team. I couldn't find anything about it specifically tackling homelessness, but perhaps that information I had access to is out of date. Finner said, quote, it's not against the law to be homeless, but we all still have to be good neighbors, including the homeless. And when they're impacting in a negative way as a community, we got to step in and help them to help themselves, end quote. One other resource that they did not mention, but I think is a good one, is um, HoustonCIT.org slash H-O-T. Councilmember Kubash told a story about traveling to Chicago recently where he was impressed with a recorded PSA from the mayor that played at the airport, welcoming travelers and promising them a safe visit. Kubash said it was very reassuring, and he wants Mayor Turner and Chief Fenner to do the same for our Houston airports. Councilmember Castix Tatum thanked Chief Fenner for his willingness to work with council members and neighborhood-specific issues from constituents, and she praised the District K monthly PIP meetings, that's positive interaction with police meetings. Councilmember Plummer thanked HPD in general, and especially for programs like MCOTs and CERTs that aim to de-escalate issues that can be resolved with mental health clinicians. Finner agreed on their efficacy. He also advocated for state and federal aid, and even though he claims to stay out of politics, he briefly mentioned that state surplus that could be put to such uses. Finally, Mayor Turner thanked Chief Fenner for the diversity of his command staff, and he praised him for helping to reverse the crime wave. Turner said Fenner has done a Herculean job, thanked him for being down to earth and shooting it straight, and leaving the politics to the politicians. At the end, everyone gave Chief Fenner a standing ovation. After the crime report, Mayor Turner quickly wrapped up the rest of his mayor's report with three things. Number one, the Biden administration named Houston one of seven cities to become a hydrogen hub and will receive $1.2 billion in energy transition funding. Number two, UH is playing UT on Saturday and Turner encouraged lots of people to show up to the game so visiting Longhorns won't have anywhere to sit. And finally, Mayor Turner hopes the Astros win all of their games. Moving on to some selected agenda items. Item two confirmed the reappointment and one new appointment of 11 people to the planning commission. The mayor and several council members remarked on the hard, often grueling work the planning commission undertakes and how important this work is, especially in Houston, which has limited zoning. Item five approved the final contract amount of $4.5 million for Harvey-related restoration work to the Kendall Library in District G. Item six approved $5 million to purchase 16 ambulances for the fire department. Item 13 approved updates to the code that regulates chauffeured limousines, just FYI for all the limo drivers that follow this podcast. Item 15 approved $82,000 in ARPA funding and $376,000 from the Department of Labor for the Empowering Solar Jobs Program, which is a workforce development program to get people without college degrees into solar installation. Councilmember Evan Shabazz praised this initiative as a prudent and wonderful use of funds. Item 20 approved the application to a grant that could result in $2 million of federal funding for an energy efficiency and conservation program, which Councilmember Kamen highlighted as especially appealing because it does not require matching funds from the city. It is free money. Item 21 approved the transfer of the former Velasco incinerator site, which was operational from the 1930s to the 1950s, to the Houston Land Bank. The land bank is searching for grants to help remediate environmental concerns, and once those are taken care of, the land bank will then sell the property to a partner that will develop the land to have, quote, tangible benefits for the community, end quote, likely along Buffalo Bayou East Park. 
Item 25 would have approved a $25 million seven-year contract for a records management system for HPD, but it was tagged by council members Castix Tatum and Robinson, so it's on hold until next week. Item 26 approved a $1.4 million five-year contract for foreign language interpretation services for the Houston Emergency Center. So that means translation services will be available 24-7, 365 days a year for 911 call takers in Spanish, Vietnamese, Mandarin, and or Cantonese, Korean, Arabic, German, and French. Item 27 approved a $3.1 million increase in a bunch of contracts with organizations that provide aging and caregiver support for Harris County Area Agency on Aging, and that's through the Houston Health Department. Item 42 was tagged last week by Councilmember Alcorn on behalf of Councilmember Plummer. Plummer has been advocating for more investment in minority and women-owned business enterprises, which we'll call MWBEs, in the process the city uses for purchases made through a co-op. Plummer said the procurement department has now committed to a $1 million carve-out for MWBEs, which they didn't have before, used in the co-op process, and that she has confidence this is only first step, so she was willing to support this item now. She did encourage MWBEs to go ahead and bid on these co-op funding projects to show there is interest, and this week the item did pass. Finally, we will conclude with the council member pop-off. Councilmember Castex Tatum of District K shared a bunch of information on upcoming construction projects, a fundraising event, a live music event, a yoga event, all of which can be found in the District K newsletter, which I really recommend signing up for if you live in District K because she has a lot of stuff to share all the time. Councilmember Kubosh, who is at Large 3, went on again about the mayor and Chief Finner recording a welcome PSA for the airports. He really thinks it's a winning idea. Councilmember Thomas of District F asked for help restriping the roads at school intersections, and Mayor Turner was amenable. Councilmember Peck of District A plugged a public safety town hall on October 28th. Councilmember Kamen of District C remarked on the, quote, horrors unfolding in the Middle East. She said, quote, there is not a single person in the Houston Jewish community that has not escaped the pain or the impact of what is happening, end quote. She reminded everyone that it's okay to not be okay and shared counseling resources. Kamen implored people not to get sucked into social media and misinformation, and she also thanked HPD for their protection of both the Jewish and the Muslim communities. Mayor Turner shared condolences on the passing of both Councilmember Cisneros and Councilmember Pollard's mothers. He preached compassion and understanding regarding Gaza, saying Houston can represent how to go through challenging times. He said that Houston stands as one and has the ability to represent for the nation how to move forward through this conflict. Turner said, quote, we are our brother's keeper and we are one big family. And that was the meeting. I sincerely thank all of our Patreon supporters. That link is patreon.com slash emilytakesnotes. If you want to join that cool team, you will get a shout out on this cool podcast. And also thank you to ACLU Texas for their support. This podcast was recorded by and has music from Joe Wozni. And it was produced by Connor Clifton. That's it for this week. I am Emily Hines and I thank you for listening. <laughs>